Most of the time, he talks it out with the voices in his head. Other times, he gets an artist to answer his questions, and you get to listen to it here. Welcome to Toad's Tunes. Welcome to Toad's Tunes, Madison Kozak. That's how I say it. Thanks for having me. That is how you say it. Welcome to Vegas. Welcome to Stoney's. Here we are. Is it your first time in Vegas? It is not, but it's my first time to Stoney's. First time playing in Vegas. There you go. What did you come to Vegas for before? My parents work for an American company um, doing real estate that's based out of here. Oh, right so on. So I'll make trips with them every now and then, come to see Shania, come to see Celine. There you go. One day you'll be there, right? That's the goal. Where are you from? I'm from Ontario, Canada. You're, uh, dude, how about that? And It's like the opposite of here. It is. And it's funny because High Valley just came through here. Lindsay L. just came through yeah. here. We have another artist that's actually trying to get in here. Uh, I forgot his name. I'll have to look it up. I'll, t- I'll tell you who it is later. Mm-hmm. But... um. I guess he's really big in Canada mm. and the booking people were like, dude, are you, if you're going to come to Vegas, you got to work because mm-hmm. it's totally different. Mm-hmm. How's Canada to, where do you live now? I've lived in Nashville for eight years. Okay. So Nashville is pretty much home for me. It has been. And I stepped away from Canada to, to chase this crazy dream when I was 14. Um, so I've been out of it for a little while, but it's kind of a blessing now putting out music and, and getting my first record deal, like knowing that I'll be able to go, and do both. Right. You know, but um, the goal was always to come to Nashville. And did you move to Nashville by yourself? Pretty much. I mean, my, I'm one of eight kids. I'm the seventh. Do they have Mormons in Canada? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, or I guess they do, but we're not. Um, but I'm, I'm the seventh. So by the time I came around, I think the leash was just a little looser, if you know what I mean. Yep. And you can go do whatever you want to do. Exactly. And I, um, I convinced my parents to let me move to Nashville. I had been playing the circuits of fairs, festivals, jamborees where we lived. And, and they knew I was really serious about it. My dad and I bonded big time over country music. So they were behind it. And, and I had some contacts in Nashville, um, management set up and stuff. And, we had support, and, and they just helped me get down there. At 14, who do you go live with? <laughs> I lived with my manager's family for a second, and then I started going to Belmont University. Nice. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? So you've been there ever since. Yeah. Let's talk, like, what has 2019 done for you so far? It's been the biggest year of my life, and it's so fun to look back on it now as we're nearing the end of the year and just, like, be in awe of it. I um, was able to graduate from university with with a degree uh bachelor's in business administration i studied music business dude at belmont i like it why why would you do that just so you could learn more about your craft or is that somewhere you want to be later on in life or i that was my foot in the door of nashville belmont is a music school pretty renowned in nashville and and i've had kind of heard of the songwriter degree but my parents come from a business background and they're like if we're sending you to college we're gonna pay that much money help you out like you got to get a real degree and so i didn't fight them i was like hey i mean at least it wasn't an art yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and it ended up landing me some really awesome internships like opening up this community of like young creatives like myself you know who came from you know, um, a small pond, big fish situation where we've all moved to the big pond. Now we're small fish. Right. And um, it landed me in the right spot, find the right people. And I guess it was the right time. So started off graduating school. 
Um, and then I got to sign my first record deal with a label called Big Loud and a new venture. Never heard of them. Um, <laughs> and um, one of my biggest songwriting heroes, Nicole Galleon, started a label with them called Songs and Daughters. Oh, cool. And it's really cool because it's the first imprint of Big Loud. And it's an all-female bass focused label that Nicole has started. And she has built... a quite the name for herself as a songwriter in Nashville you may have heard you know writing songs like Automatic for Miranda and Tequila for Dan and Shay and right. a ton more but it's what's special about it is she's been a hero of mine for years and um, I always you know hoped that I would be able to sign the deal and start putting music out but I never could have imagined that it would be in alignment with one where of my you, biggest mentors you know exactly where you want to be totally and so it feels really tailor made to me and um I am such a believer in building things from the ground up, as are you, and and that's what we're doing there. Um, I got to play the Ryman for this first time this year, just most recently the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, wow. And then I'm out on tour with three different artists this fall. Who so did you go out with? I'm out um, with Morgan Evans, who we're Who's here that? tonight with. Oh, yeah, that's right. Here. That's right. <laughs> um, also another international artist. Woohoo. Um, a little guy named Mason Ramsey, little Hank, little little guy. Yes, <laughs> little little Hank, and um, Aaron Watson from Texas. We like Aaron Watson. Yes. He's played here a couple times. He's awesome. Yeah, you were last night in L.A. Yeah. What did you think of Kelsey coming up with Morgan oh, and playing? How was that? It was so cool to watch. I mean, the relationship they have is just so sweet, and to be able to watch them share that moment together, you know, um, and having. A musical moment was really special. I'm not saying I asked if it was going to happen tonight, but I did. And I got the no. But Well, yeah. I think she said she's working on a music video today in L.A. Yeah, that's a bummer. But it's, it's nighttime. She should come out. Dang. I know. Dang. I would love that. Who's your favorite person that you've met in Nashville? Honestly. No, lie to me. <laughs> I hate that. I don't understand that. Tonight, tonight, I'm sitting here, and Renee, I'm talking about you. I have a, uh, I call him a kid, but he's not. He's a millennial kid, but he's not a millennial kid. But anyway, I'm like, dude, I asked him a question. He goes, um, do you want me to be honest with you? And I'm like, dude, what does that even mean? That's so funny. No, I want you to lie to me, please. That's, that's hilarious. I've never heard someone call someone out like that. On, uh, It's just like a filler for me, a word. I do it I'm all always the time. honest, brutally honest, yeah. to a fault, probably. I think I just saw something the other day. Um, I don't know if it was online or something, and something came up about that when someone has to say do you want me to be honest like dude, no like mm. i will I think always that's answer. just padding for like okay this might be shocking here comes a bunch of bullshit no <laughs> <laughs> um i love nicole and what she does right. and i think she's probably one of the most hard-working um creatives in town she's a mother of two kids. She's a wife. She's a massive songwriter. And now she's the CEO of her own record label. And to me, that is just the example of a woman who is on top of her. You can say it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's inspiring to me to watch, especially females, as as a woman in country music. And I just got to be a part of um, CMT's Next Women class for 2020. And How cool is that? So cool. And, and inspiring to see... Um, just the force of females in country. And um, I, I think that that we're bringing some fun stuff to the table that it's due. It's it's our time for it to be seen. <laughs> Why do you think as a female you have to work harder in today's society with music the way it is? 
That's a good question that I ask all the time. I ask everyone on my team yeah. because I'm on a label that is... Um, yeah, Big Loud's... Big, yeah, they've the, got some big stars. They've on got there. some big stars, and they're all males. Yeah, and and I ask, and I look, and I'm like, dang, how how is the trajectory? How is it going to be different for me? Um, and I honestly don't really have answers, but I have a lot of hope. Right. What do you What do you see that's a game changer for for women in mm-hmm. like 2020 and 2021? Do you I think? think it- um, I don't see it as a bad thing. I think it's actually cool that women are are se- like there's an expectation for us to bring something more unique with our voice, our stories. And to me, that's a challenge that I accept. Right. You know, and I get excited about that. Um, people who don't necessarily listen to country country might say that, Oh, it all sounds the same to me, but I think um, not this day and age. No, I don't think that holds it's, true at all. It's I, opened yeah. up, I think with streaming and cool platform, platforms like country af has allowed us to remove the box yeah you know and and i think women are really pushing the boundaries i think that they have like that chip on their shoulder which is great stephanie mm. quayle we champion her here awesome. and we we love her we love what she's doing we mm-hmm. love that she's doing it as an independent we love that she's getting radio play as an yeah. independent and it's like one of those things where like um i love to see her grow whenever i see something new with her mm-hmm. um I'm the first one to reach out and say, that was rad. I enjoyed this part of it. Mm. And I think that we're just a venue Mm. in Vegas uh, that probably cares a little bit more than any other average venue does. Because, I mean, we went out and built a radio station and we want to treat you like like we would want to be treated at your house. So that's kind of Mm. our, our, our approach to everything. We want you guys to want to come back. And that's a good thing in this market because to build an audience here, I was telling you earlier, Russell's played here seven times. Wow. And we built that audience without radio. So cool. And that's what we like to do here. We want to know, we want people to know that on a Friday they can show up and go, um, well, we know it's going to be good music. Yeah. And they don't really have to pay attention to who it is. And that's mm. a win for us. That's awesome. Um, who do you like, other than, her name is Nicole? Nicole Gallion. Other than Nicole, like music wise, who do you look up to as, as an artist that's maybe made it or mm. is at their next level? You know, I really admire Marin as an artist, Marin Morris. I got to to meet her for the first time a few weeks back. We played an event in Napa Valley, and I have been a fan of hers forever. I mean, since she was playing songwriters rounds in Nashville, and she was yeah. just a songwriter who was getting cuts. And I thought, man, I just like her what she has to say as a writer. I think her perspective was always different from the beginning. And I remember like feeding my friends back home in Canada, like, you guys, there's this song called My Church. And then yeah. everything takes a little longer to reach, you know, outside the borders. Um, but I really admire this, the stance that she has taken and how she kind of walks this line of like, you know, she's got commercial cred, but then she's got cred cred. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and in the industry, that cred cred goes so much further. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, the the dream is always, I mean, for me, is to get my songs heard. Right. Um, and you have to have an element of, you know, commercialism to be able to do that, I guess. So I think there's a really sweet like marriage that has to happen. Right. Um, or can happen, and. I'm not scared of the commercialism because like the songs that I grew up on, the Shania Twain's and the Dixie Chicks, yeah. that's cool music, but it was commercial. 
Well, I don't. I might. I might disagree with you because if you look at an artist like Ashley McBride, mm. what's commercial about Ashley McBride? She's relatable. I'd say. I mean, she's not your like. She's not your typical. She's uh, yeah. I had fun sitting with her and talking to her because she is so different. Yeah. She's so. And then you look at a guy like Luke Combs. What's commercial about him? His I, writing, but I mean, yeah. but the other side of it is he's not someone that you look at and, and you're not going to see him as um, the, the next John Legend of the world, totally. as America's the sexiest man or whatever that was, <laughs> but he carries himself in, a, in that, Yeah, I mean, we caught him here when he was super young mm. um, in his career and it was rad to see him grow the way he did overnight really and cool. that's like same with Russell, same with like Brett Young played here. Yeah. I mean, we look back at these artists and w- I want to be able to say that about Stephanie. I'd love to say that about you. Oh, um, our goal here is to get you to come back here. Mm. If your show's good, <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. You tell me. <laughs> I definitely will. I'm not shy when it comes to, can't you tell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of the attitude I have in 2020. Do you, do you, do you see yourself? Do you like the club shows? Do you have you played festivals before in America? Like, do you do you like those? Like, what's more intimate to you? Mm. Um, a Bluebird Cafe with you and your guitar, or would you like a thousand seat room, or would you love to go on the road with Florida Georgia Line because they're <laughs> label mates of yours? I think, um, like I said, the dream is to have a middle ground. I um, my heart is in. Um, just the one-to-one aspect of song songwriting and and the songwriter's song that's what i fell in love with when i moved to nashville um the songs like the house that built me that can just shake a room and quiet a room and bring everyone together because we've all lived that right but um being out on the road has shown me that I can't come out with a whole set full of those as much as I love writing that. Like I have a song called first last name that is just like my heart in three minutes and 30 seconds. And I love writing those kinds of songs, but that's been the fun learning curve of being out on the road with Morgan this fall is just seeing that to have a moment like that in your set, you got to fill it with some other fun stuff, which has been a cool um, challenge for me to be like, how can I still have the depth of, a story song, but make it fun. Something that I'd want to listen to on a Friday night at Stoney's, you know? Yeah. And um, so I would love to be able to build a set wherever that venue may be where I can pull people in and make them feel, you know, something with a power ballad song, whatever that is, the first last names. And then make them want to sing and dance their hearts out, you know? So... That's why I look to artists like Marin, who I think do that really well of walking that line. They've learned. Yeah. And growth. Totally. Some people, I've had artists come through here before that, that may or may not think they know it all. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of funny that, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm probably my own worst critic when it comes to stuff. But I look at artists in that sense and the open door and to see how they're willing to grow. And yeah. then when they come back in a year and, yeah. and you see the growth in them, sometimes you do and sometimes you don't. Yeah, that's 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 kind of cool. Your circle in Nashville has to be, um, dude. Yours is probably amazing. I can only imagine imagine because you're 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 sitting with your idol. You're mm-hmm. where you want to be at such a young age. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you see yourself in this industry in twenty years, thirty years? That's probably the goal. I really hope so. Yeah, I've been I've been in it for almost like half my life. I'm yeah. 22 now, and um, I started singing when I was nine. I started singing on stages when I was nine and chasing this dream. 
and it's all I've ever envisioned for myself. Uh, it brings me the most joy connecting with people, like of all of the different aspects of music, like the writing process, the recording process, the performing. Like, what's your favorite part of all those three? The third, for sure, being on stage and connecting with people because, like, I can't do that unless I have a song, unless right. I have a song that's probably been written and recorded, you know? So just writing something that is so personal to me and having it connect with the next person is the best thing to me because that's how I fell in love with music. There were artists that like spoke their life into my ear and I was like, oh my gosh, that's my life. Yeah. The relatability in country music today is unreal. It really is. Yeah. Favorite artist growing up? Hmm. This might catch you off guard, but Loretta Lynn. She was my very first concert. Really? Yep. And that's how, that's the type of music that I came up listening to. That's what my dad listened to. It was like, I call it Opry Country, the Willie Nelson's, the Dolly Port Parter, uh, P Parton, Porter Wagner. Um, <laughs> I was trying to mix those two names that's together. Okay. That's okay. That's a new band. Patsy Klein, Dolly Parter. <laughs> um, and I was fascinated by that traditional sounding country. And um, that's still my favorite to listen to, like on a Sunday afternoon. If you had plans to go out and do something and someone offered you tickets to a show, Woo! what would take you away from the plans that you already had? What's the one artist that you would just drop everything to go see live? Wow. Honestly, I feel like I've been fortunate enough to see a ton of musicians lately. And there's so many good ones that have wowed me. My favorite entertainer to watch is Keith Urban. Yeah. He Monster. blows me yeah. away every time. There's something about his set that is has those like peaks and valleys, you know. It takes you on a on, on a ride for sure. Hundred percent. And he leaves everything on the stage. When I played the Ryman, I got to open for him, and that was like wow. It was already a legendary like bucket list moment, and then he was on the lineup, and I just about fainted. Did you just sit on the side and watch? Yes. Yeah, you didn't go out front. Um, no, I I went out front for his sound check. Yeah. And that was pretty magical, too. It was at the Ryman, and they were having Opry tours, like backstage tours. It's pretty neat how they do that. While he was sound checking, I was yeah. like, who let this happen? These people are so lucky. How neat is that, the experience to go to the go to the Ryman, or mm. to, I mean, not, not the Ryman, like to um, the Opry, and be able to sit back with these artists and these, these talented musicians mm -hmm. that have no idea maybe who you are, what your songs are, and you just walk in this room and play the music, and it's pretty neat. Yes. Very, very cool. I mean, the besides, like, I'm guessing besides my, like, wedding day and maybe, like, having children, like, my Grand Ole Opry debut will forever be, like, yeah. the most wonderful day of my life. I went back to go see an <laughs> artist by the name of Tony Jackson. He played on a Saturday night at the Grand Ole Opry. And Friday night, Friday afternoon, um, I saw something online that Stephanie Quayle was playing there. Her Opry debut. Oh, so so my first two experiences there with two people that I absolutely adore, Stephanie Quayle, and mm -hmm. I got to see her first. Which, and my first trip ever to Bluebird Ca Cafe, really cool. Stephanie Quayle. I have a funny story for you. Dang. I've told it a couple times. I went back to CRS this past year. Mm -hmm. um, and it was my first time there, soaking up everything that was going on there. 
sat in a couple seminars, just got to really get an idea of what was going on. So I went to the um, the um, the new faces thing that they cool. did. Well, every one of those artists have played at Stoney's, which I thought was super cool. It was Co, Jimmy Allen, Russell Dickerson, sort sort of thing. But that was it. It got over. And I ran a couple program guys that I know from radio, and they're like, "Dude, are you, what are you doing tonight?" And I said, "Well, I'm going to go see some new music." And they said, "Dude, you're not going to go see Garth Brooks and Zach Brown Band." And I went. <sighs> No, I'm going to go see new music. And they said, well, Garth will probably play a new song. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm good. So I ended up going to uh, the basement. Okay. And I saw um, Austin Jenks, him and his guitar. Love that dude. He's played here before. I, I, like, I love that dude. He had new music out I hadn't heard. I'm just sitting there talking to him. And uh, he goes, I have to go do my thing. And I went, okay. There might have been 30 people in the room. There was nobody there. But I was blown away. Wow. And then I left there. And I went to go see... Um, Stephanie Quell at the Bluebird Cafe. That's what new music is for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go see nothing. I don't have anything against Garth Brooks. It was my first country show I ever saw was Garth Brooks way mm-hmm. back in the day. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah. Probably the, the best country show you could ever see is your first show. Yeah. Way back in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. But for me, it's all about you guys, the new artists, and wow. getting to know that platform of stuff. And um, I love that story because it's it's who I am. It's what I, it's what I breathe. And uh, um. That's what it's all about for me. Very cool. In Nashville, your favorite place to go eat? Ooh. Uh, junk food. Junk food? Like if you're there's just a, like... There's yeah. a spot on the east side called Dino's. Okay. What kind of That's, food is it? Uh, like drunk bar food. That's like the like two... chicken fingers like, and pizza like that? Yes. Or? Hamburgers. That's actually... <laughs> so... I uh, am in my first serious relationship ever, and it's wonderful, and it's changed my life as a songwriter, as a human, as like everything. Did you let her know she's only twenty-two? Did you let her know? That? Yeah. Okay, go, go. <laughs> but he, he is really sweet, and our first date was literally the Bluebird. I was playing, and I was like, "Hey, I have an extra ticket. Do you want to come?" And then we went to Dino's after. So those two spots, nice, are forever like in my heart. I like it. Yeah. What's your favorite place like if you're going to go out and eat there? I ask this question because people listen to this and everyone's going to end up in Nashville yes. at some point. I say this, uh, the Swan Brothers were here and they told me about Monell's. Ooh. I went and then I've had like 10 listeners that have written me that said, I listened to that. We ended up going to Monell's oh, to try awesome. it. And so yes. that's why I asked the question. It's kind of Oh my cool. gosh. I have a, I have a list on, on my notes on my phone. So if anyone's listening and they're making a trip, slide in my DMs and I'll send you the full <laughs> list. But um, my favorite spot is a little neighborhood called... 12 South, you've probably been before. Okay. Maybe. Um, lots of cute little boutiques and restaurants, but my favorite spot in there, I'm probably there twice a week, is this place called Bar Taco. And I think it is a chain that they might have a few on the West Coast, but um, it's just good vibes. Yeah. Like best margaritas and like good hang, good music, good patio, and great tacos. Do you go to um, Whiskey Jam at all? Yeah. Have you played? Yes. And how was that experience times. for you? Whiskey Jam is like the best Nashville party. It's so much fun. It's a it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. That is that's how I would describe it. It is a lot. I still to this day do not understand winners and losers. I don't get it. One of them's busy and then it just shuts down and everyone goes right next door to walk down the ramp and walk up the I, I'm confused. I have no idea why one closes and one opens. The real winner is across the street. The Red Door? Red Door Saloon. <laughs> Never been. You, you want to run into Nashville's songwriters and, yeah. and who's who. It's probably at Red Door. We live there. They do, like sitting out on that patio thing. I've heard stories about some hole in the in the, in the the wood there and there's something that lives down in there. But I'm, I'm, I don't drink, but I go to those places. Yeah, it's, so it's a fun hang. Yeah, it's interesting. Um... 
I was there uh, probably about a year and a half ago, and I had a Vegas Strong shirt on. Mm. And the guy came up to me and goes, were you at Root? And I was like, did had no idea why he asked me that. But I looked down, and I went, yeah, actually, I, 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 I was like that. And he just gave me the biggest hug in the world. And oh. he ended up being a bass player for some band. And I just thought wow. it was like the, that place is absolutely yeah. one of the coolest places ever. Wow. It is pretty neat. That is awesome. What, what's your favorite spot in Vegas that I should know about? Um, Like sushi? We just had all you can eat before we got okay. here. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and just like rain on your parade and tell you that all you can eat sushi is not eating sushi. Okay, but <laughs> we were really hungry. We hadn't eaten anything all day. What what place was that at? <laughs> no, because you're probably gonna be like, that's disgusting. I won't tell you that. Gorilla? Oh, I've never even heard of it. Where's that at? <laughs> <laughs> probably in some strip mall. <laughs> oh, that's, was it good? It was good. Yeah. That's the thing. Wow. I go to a place here called Soho. And it, so it is literally, um, is it no, no, it's so it's, it's in a strip mall and the guy used to, uh, be the head sushi chef at a place called social house. His name is John. Okay. No plugs, John, give me free food. Um, but, um, the freshest fish in town because he wow. worked on the strip and now he, he gets all that. Stuff. He knows all that goods. And I eat a lot of noodles. So we go to a place called Jinya. That's really good. Wow. I eat Thai food. There's a couple of Thai places here that are good. There's one called Block Nine. I just tried the first time last Friday. Okay. I took a Friday night off from band stuff and had some friends around and we you. went up and, um, cause I live here on Fridays. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I went and ate a place called Block Nine. It was really good. Nice. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff to do. I mean, the lake is really cool. The mountains are cool here. It's just beautiful mm-hmm. once you get out of the city. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't live on the strip by any means. Um, yeah. I love where I live. It's like That's way cool. out. So nice. We drove in from LA, got to play the Troubadour for the first time last night, which was really fun. Yeah. But the drive today was so cool. It's neat coming through Riverside, Victorville. And then as you get to State Line, you guys stop at the rocks, the seven well, Wonder Rocks, whatever, in Gene. Did you see him on the side of the road? No. Yeah, you didn't miss nothing. I've never been, but I see people post pictures. And oh, I really? don't get it. It's like they, someone took, painted these rocks. And then stacked them on top of each other, and oh. then they're called the Seven Rocks of Wonders of the, I don't freaking Interesting. know. Interesting. Something like that. Missed it. Must when, have been listening to our Harry Potter audiobook. <laughs> We're on reals? Chamber of Secrets. Let's go. I've never read, <gasps> watched nothing Harry Potter. Oh my gosh, this is a sign that you must. We are no, here. No, probably won't happen. Don't Do you, you, have, you have kids. I do. I have two. No, no. I took my son, who's 24, to go see uh, like Empire Strikes Back or something like that, or the third Star Wars, and he we walked out of it 20, 30 minutes into it and never watched another one. I'm not a movie guy. I've been I mean, with my girl for three years. We have never seen a movie at the movie theater together. What? Never. No. Just not. All right. No, but the books take you on a wild Dude, read. I'm going to go to sleep if I read. Yeah. Not these books. That He's got like a magical voiceover for every single character. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Like, yeah. really? That's yeah. that's what we do on tour. My tour manager, Caroline, and I. Right, as she's texting that guy that just sucks, Nick Miller. Oh, I said it. No, you're okay. It's okay. He can't hear you. Well, okay. Nick Miller, you do suck, but whatever. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that. Will plug, dude. Dude, send me money, Nick. Send me money. That's funny. What's 2020 for you? Like 20? super goals for 2020. Money. Um, more touring because this is like rock my world being on tour. We're starting out 2020 in the UK and Europe. No, wait, Chase first Rice. time. First time. Who's Chase Rice? We're joking. Baby, you a song. He wrote that song. Did he? He did. He wrote Cruise. 
Really? Yeah. Did not know that. I think this is my favorite thing about country music is when people come in here and the stories you hear about the songs they've written, mm-hmm. like like the Josh Miranda thing. You yeah. sit back and go, wait, what? And then yeah. um, the guy that's out, uh, Ryan Griffin, wrote dibs. And you just sit back and go, wait, like, how does this work yeah. sort of thing? Do you write all your own stuff? I do. So let's talk about... Um, Goal uh, for 2020. Get some cuts. Outside cuts. Right? Big time. So you have a book. Yes. You do. I hope you do. OMG ILY. Like <laughs> I, the first time I heard that, I was like, "Oh, this is kind of catchy." And then I listened Ooh. to it again and again and again. I was like, "This is a pretty cool song. It's well, fun." Thank you. You're playing it tonight. It is fun. I, that's actually yeah, Morgan Evans' favorite song in the set. And Kelsey last night told me that she's like, "That's a smash. That's your best song." I'm Dude, like, it's fun. You. It's totally fun. It seems like it might now getting to know you. It might be you. Yeah, honestly, before this song, I f- I'm not like the most bubbliest, bubbliest girly girl. Right? You know, I have five brothers and I'm from like a dingy little small town. No offense, Lindsay. I love you, but. <laughs> is that where she's from? Um, Are you talking about Lindsay L? No, no, oh. no. Lindsay. I, I, no, the oh, town called is called Lindsay. 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 Well, maybe we'll just say it's after Lindsay L. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I lost the question. Where happened brain? O-M-G-I-L-Y. O-M-G-I-L-Y, my song. It's not. You're not bubbly. <laughs> I'm going to interrupt you, but today when I played that song, I said uh, on my show that I couldn't wait to get to know you better because Aww. that song was just, it's fun. Well, thank it's you. Fun. I think it wraps up my personality. The Because the title catches you off guard, and you're like, oh, this is going to be a super girly, like, no. Yeah. It's like, I hate this party, but oh my God, I love you. Yeah. You know? And that's cool. That's the sentiment. It was like a house party that went wrong, and I showed up, and like, I am a grandmother at heart. I like to be in bed by 9.30. Old soul. Old and soul. Old soul. Grandmother at heart? You didn't like that one better? Yeah, same difference. Okay. <laughs> you but, said house party. The first thing I think of is that's probably what Sam Hunt should have done instead of driving, right? <laughs> Ooh, you think he was driving 15 and a 30? Or? Ah, that's what I wrote. I wrote that too. I, but maybe he was just reliving cop car. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, dang. Shots fired. Super fun. Super. Dude, half the stuff I read online about that, I was in tears. Oh, boy. Because I was laughing well, so hard. People are creative. AF. I, I hope he's doing better and he's okay i see him at this coffee shop on my house all the time yeah and nobody ever bothers him that's another beautiful thing about nashville but omg is a fun song and and i think that maybe people who are in love or or not have related to it at one point or another. absolutely absolutely i think you know? i've been in many situations where uh, i've been with someone but didn't want to be in the place that we were in yep it happens on a regular occurrence you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much pretty much like it's kind of that attitude i mean we joke all the time um i, I bought a boat a couple years ago and me and my girlfriend have probably had three different groups of people on it and that's it no we just don't like people <laughs> it's really you, you got to figure imagine spending four hours in this room right yeah. here and you can't leave that's pretty much what a boat is that's um, true, but so, you can swim. Kind, kind of, <laughs> but you still got to talk to them, hang out with them. That's so <laughs> it's one of those approaches to things. So I can relate to that song mm. because it's kind of like one of those things where you're in a position that, that you know, you're rad, but you want to leave? Yeah, <laughs> that's totally it. Thank you for playing it. Heck yeah. We love it. We love it. We mm. love it. Dude, thanks for spending time with us. I look forward to your show tonight. Thanks. Thanks tell, for having me. Tell people how to find you online. You can find me at Madison underscore Kozak. That's Kozak with two K's and a Z, like Kodak, but with a Z. And uh, all the tour dates, all of the songs, all of the adventures are up there. Love it. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you. All right, all right, all right. That's the end of this one. Go ahead, roll credits. Recorded by Toad, produced by Toad, booked by Toad. 
voiced over by Toad. You know what? Toad would just like to go ahead and take this moment to thank you so that he doesn't have to go back and do his real job. <laughs> 